0: Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Today's religious landscape, even in the Christian church, is marked by many different shepherds and just as many flocks or more, even to match. This is not our Lord's doing. For Jesus says, there will be one flock, one shepherd. There are not many churches, but as you confess, one holy Christian or Catholic and apostolic church. There are not many shepherds, but only one good shepherd. Our confession of who the church is, is bound up in our confession that Jesus is the only shepherd, and all those who hear his voice are the only church. The religious chaos that we see in our world is not of the Lord, but is of the Lord of chaos. It's only the devil who would want to see the church torn apart by schism and division. Only the deceiver would lead mankind to think it acceptable to pursue Whatever false teaching, whatever error makes you feel better. Only Satan rejoices when Christian congregations fight within and without, split and divide. The deceiver's task, though, is easy. First, we are a fickle people, easily distracted. And enticed by our own hearts and imaginations of who we hope God would be, what we would expect our church to be, even what we think the faith should be. As the prophet Isaiah said, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. So the deceiver tempts us to look within. He would have us devise our own ideas of God, of creation of sin and of salvation. Like wayward sheep, all we need is a little nudge to go off the path, a small little lie whispered into our ear to deceive us, a little encouragement to follow our own passions and lusts. Thus, we put a God of our own devising into the throne of our heart. We substitute his righteous decrees for our own laws and commands. We reject salvation through the only Son of God, Jesus, and instead look to attain salvation of ourselves. This is what the Bible describes as wandering, all the while thinking ourselves faithful sheep of Christ's flock. The second tactic is that the the great liar is a copycat, Once we have been led astray, he knows that sheep still desperately desire a shepherd to guide them, to lead them. Lost sheep are eager to be found. They desire to hear the voice of a shepherd and to be led again to cool waters and fertile pastures. Thus, he appoints himself as the shepherd. Not good. (laughs) Unwittingly, the sheep hear a shepherd, but don't distinguish his voice from the truth. It's pretty close, after all. And indeed, then, Jesus calls the deceiver a wolf in today's gospel, who snatches these who go astray from the truth and scatters them apart from the flock of Christ's own church. What does this look like amongst us? These sort of places are where the Word of God is distorted, confused, the Word of God is set aside, or hidden even. And in those places, Jesus is no longer speaking. Simply saying the Bible says does not mean that you're hearing the Word of Jesus. If the Word spoken does not lead you to proclaim Christ Jesus the crucified as your one Lord and Savior, that by his death you are saved, then you haven't heard the voice of your good shepherd. If the church speaks contrary to Christ, then of course it is not of the good shepherd's fold. Those who follow after false words and gather gather then with flocks by these errors, those are also in serious danger. These are hired hands, Jesus says, and among them is the deceiver, seeking to snatch snatch away the flock, to devour their faith and to bind them forever in their sin. Therefore, the deceit of Satan is to draw you away from Jesus, simply said, to take you away from the good shepherd and thus away from his flock, the Holy Christian Church. As the prophet said, strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. The devil loves to drive apart little churches. He loves to see our Lord's flock entrusted not to under-shepherds who are faithful to Jesus' word, but rather to hired hands who look to gain only for themselves, personally, personally. The devil cannot abide to have one flock with Jesus as their one good shepherd. So he loves to hear it when Christians bleat, I'm a Christian, all the while ignoring the word of Jesus and not heeding to the gifts of Jesus received in his flock. He loves to see churches confess their love of Christ and all the same reject Christ's own voice in the Holy Scriptures. But lest you be deceived... There is no one who is born of the flesh who can escape this sort of temptation. The temptation to wander, to go after false teachers, after hired hands and false teaching. Even after being found by Jesus, gathered in and carried in on his shoulders, washed white in the cool waters of baptism, we, like sheep, still are prone to wander. Sheep still go back and wallow in the filthy muck of this world. We can so cover the once radiance of our baptism with the ways of this world that it's not even seen, it's hidden to others. We can, after idly munching on Christ's good word, the rich grass of his green pastures, then to wander out of the fold and look for other pastures that might have greener and more delectables. We discover, when we do so, the poisonous food that looks great but is poison of the world, the devil, and our flesh. And we crave it. We wander from the shepherd's care willfully, even if we know that it can lead to our death. But our good shepherd knows our nature. Jesus knows our temptations, every one of them. He knows our flesh because he was born of flesh himself. So, as the scriptures teach, he knows our weaknesses, and he knows how to provide for us. He said it today, I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. He knows you by name, and he calls to you and returns you to his fold. Not just you who are here today, but all those who would believe in him. Even those who are not yet of his fold, he calls to them and gathers them in as a shepherd his sheep. For there will be one flock and one shepherd, he says. That's his promise. And how do we know that he keeps his promise? How does he gather this one flock under one shepherd? Well, first of all, it is Jesus, his job, job to go after the lost sheep and bring them home. I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. Jesus is the good shepherd who relentlessly pursues the wayward sheep, all those who have gone astray, all those who have not heard his voice, until all whom he has chosen are gathered into his sheepfold. That is the history of this world. The saving work of Jesus is not complete. The history of this world is not complete until all of God's sheep are gathered into the shepherd's embrace. But he also tells us today how he does this gathering, how he brings them in. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So it is that when the good shepherd speaks, he gathers. Where he speaks... His flock is gathered, the true church. And thus you can know that you are of Christ's church when you hear Christ's voice, the voice of the Good Shepherd in his word, in the scriptures, forgiving your sins, promising you an eternal inheritance, life eternal. Where the Holy Word is preached and taught in truth and purity, there is the true church, there is Jesus speaking for you. And that's the voice, the only voice we are to follow. But not only that, this voice rings in our ears in our daily life so that we may speak of our Lord's voice truthfully to our neighbors. That we too can proclaim the good news that there is salvation in Christ and Him alone. This salvation is received by faith, not of our own doing. It is received by his grace as a gift. And it can be heard here in his scriptures. Therein, you can have confidence for salvation. Therein, you know what to say to your neighbor to bring them to the fold. Jesus summarizes his whole work of salvation in this way. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's how you know that he is truly your shepherd. He is the one who took on your flesh and all its weaknesses. He is also the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Or as we've been saying this whole Easter season, the paschal Lamb who sets us free. He knows us because he's just like us, a fellow Lamb. He is both lamb of sacrifice, but also shepherd of our souls. Thus, he is not also a hired hand. He doesn't run or flee when Satan sought him. He willingly succumbed to death, just like the lamb is led to the slaughter. And upon the cross, the shepherd himself died for his sheep, so that his sheep, you, would never die. And he rose victorious from the grave, and thereby leads all his sheep from death through the valley of the shadow of death unto life. Jesus must gather his flock. Everyone who has wandered is still his. His work continues until all are gathered into his fold, rescuing the scattered and calling them by his voice. There is no way to be a part of his fold apart from his voice, apart from the shepherd. And this, the Christian congregation, is his sheepfold, where his voice speaks and his hands work. He has placed in his stead and under his command pastors, who are not the good shepherd themselves, but are, if you like, under-shepherds, or I'd prefer even sheepdogs who are there to continue his work under his training, to speak in his name, to proclaim his word, to forgive sins on his behalf, to constantly remind the sheep that salvation in Christ's blood comes by his church that holds fast to his word, to the voice of the shepherd. So there is an antidote, there is an answer to all the chaos that we see in the religious landscape of this world and even in what we call the Christian church. It is to return to the voice of the shepherd, Jesus, alone. Let him have his way with us, that he would fulfill in us what he promised today. There will be one flock, one shepherd. Or, as we confess, there is only one holy Christian and apostolic church. There is only one good shepherd. There is only one baptism for the remittance of sins. Our whole confession of who we are as Christians, of what this is as a church, is bound up in our confession of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Where you hear Jesus' voice and truth and purity, there you are hearing your shepherd. Where the Good Shepherd is laying down his life for you, his friends, there you have life in his name. Where the sheep are gathered and receive their crucified shepherd for their forgiveness, there is the true sheepfold. Thanks be to Jesus in his holy name. Amen.